All right, friends, welcome to another episode of Secrets from the Saddle, all things cycling podcast with your host, Sylvie here, and happy August. Oh my gosh, are you just enjoying your summer of cycling? I have been enjoying my summer this year for the first time in a long time, um, getting on, flipping from my road bike to my gravel bike to my mountain bike and back again. And I'm just appreciating each one of these types of cycling that I've been getting to do. And it's actually really been helping every aspect of cycling, like my upper body strength, my speed, my hills for the other uh, disciplines. So anyways, I'm super enjoying all the different and diversity of my summer. So, but that's not about me. I have some uh, exciting news for you guys. Uh, we have some changes coming on in the podcast. So I want to make sure that you're okay with this and you're good to go and you guys know about this. So we have decided to uh, create a a dedicated YouTube channel just for the podcast and we're kind of changing it up and um, so you're just going to get little snippets of the podcast and it's going to go and it's going to direct you to the full episode on uh, Apple or Spotify or Google and um, so we're not going to have the whole episode on there so I don't know if you guys are our our dedicated listeners of the podcast on YouTube and if you are and if this is okay or if this is something you don't want a change you don't want to see I have to hear it so please um you know put a comment in the episode comments or send me a message on Instagram um and another thing I know, and you guys are really familiar, I've been putting out three episodes for the last two years, which have been epic, but I am going to be dropping it down to two episodes. Why? Because I've actually got a job, <laughs> a job, a fun job. And uh, so I'm excited about getting out of the house. However, I do not want to be struggling to get three episodes out for you and in poor quality so I've decided to drop it down to one interview and one coaching segment a week so it's going to be Mondays and Fridays so um so make sure you're listening for those and um so yeah so lots of fun exciting changes coming out and you know the thing is that I just want to make sure that I don't overstretch myself with trying to get all the interviews in and doing the edits and um, trying to be, you know, be a good employee. Um, so I decided that I'm going to drop it down to two. And if I have everything organized and balanced, then I will bring it back to three. But for right now, just so to keep my own sanity, um, I am going to keep it down to uh, two for you guys. So, but you know, I would love to hear your feedback on that and um, your thoughts uh, also. And uh, but yeah, so I hope you enjoy the episode coming forward. Uh, super exciting with Judy, um, who has MS and has turned to using the A-Linker bike for a means of managing her MS and also getting better um, with her with MS. So if you happen to know somebody who has MS, just diagnosed or even in the phase of like 
is progressing, please listen to this because it's an amazing story that she's, uh, you know, she used to be a, a high level athlete and uh, was diagnosed with this. And now she's finding uh, the A-Linker bike to give her um, a great way to stay active. So anyways, enjoy the episode. Take care guys. Have a great day. Need help creating the online business you've been dreaming about? Well, it's a good thing you're here because that's exactly what we're going to help you with. Hi, I'm Sarah Jansel, a friend and colleague of Sylvie's. I have over 20 years helping build and grow businesses, and today I help people do that on Shopify. If you want to build an online store, redesign one you have, set up email marketing, or just need some coaching or custom work, we can help you with that. Our goal is to help you sell more of the amazing products and services that you want to share with the world. I believe the world would be a better place if more people could build awesome businesses they love. So to help you get started with yours today, you're going to save $150 off a new store or a redesigned store. It's available for a limited time only. And all you have to do to take advantage of this is pop over to www.jancelandco.com slash services. That's J-A-N-S-E-L-A-N co slash services and let us know you heard this amazing podcast to get your quote and $150 off today. Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Dao, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Welcome everyone to another episode of Secrets from the Saddle, all things cycling podcast with your host, Sylvie Daou. And we're here in Liquid Gym with Judith. Judy, what's her last name? Judy Berry. Judy Berry. Um, and the reason why we are talking with Judy is because she is, this is another episode um, about the A-Lanker bike and some, uh, and I, because I met Judy when my daughter and I went and did the National Capital, I don't think that's what they call it. Yeah, National Capital Marathon. But the 2K. Yeah, the 2K on the A-Lanker bikes. And I met Judy when we were training, and she has an exceptional story about how the A-Linker has changed her life. And as you know, um, you'll see the episode with Karen at Liquid Gym and how she's really using these bikes for her part of her rehab. And I just wanted to share, I just wanted to bring a story into the podcast about, you know, someone's success story about using these bikes and I'm always all about getting people on bikes whether you know like these bikes or kids or parents or whatever just seeing more people on bikes is so amazing and that's why I wanted Judy to tell her story so Judy where should I start where should you start 
Start with, um, I guess maybe start with your athletic background. Okay, so I grew up in Ottawa and I grew up uh, in a very athletic family. We all played sports and with my father being Dutch, soccer was one of our biggest sports. Okay. And I played hockey too for a while on a men's league. <laughs> and uh, I was out there, I played every sport, I became a, a lifeguard, I was uh, have my national lifeguard certificate. We were just saying that we have both, yeah. both of us have our national lifeguard. Yeah. Where did you do yours? And the PN Sports Flex. I did mine in Cuba. Oh, no way. Actually, I have beach, I have my nationals and my beach. Nice. So that's right. Oh, I don't have my beach. So, yeah. so that's, I had to go to a yeah. beach to do that. But that's anyways. funny. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so athletic, very athletic, pretty much my whole life. And then uh, I got married and I had three kids, and uh, I now have three grandchildren as well. So I'm very blessed with that. And um, so being active my whole life, and uh, when I uh, I was playing soccer for one of the teams I was playing on, I was playing competitive and house league. Uh, I was playing keeper, and I jumped up to get the ball, and as I was coming down with the ball in my hand. Uh, one of the players from the other team, she wasn't intent. She didn't try to hurt me, but she tried to head the ball out of my hands. Oh. And I had already pulled the ball down, right. so she headed my head <gasps> and knocked me out. And so I had what they called a double concussion. The first one was from when she hit me, and the oh, second one was from when I hit the ground. So lucky for us, we had an ER nurse as our one of our defense. Lucky you love having the nurses and doctors on yes, the team, we right? Love nurses and doctors. <laughs> and so she she tried to, you know, revive me yeah. and, and do the sternum rub and anyway I ended up waking up and I was sick, so we all knew I had a concussion, so they called an ambulance, came on the field. Um, took me to Queensway Carlton Hospital actually of all places mm -hmm. and it was there that the doctor, the ER doctor saw that um, I had uh, definitely a concussion but he also saw other lesions in my brain that he didn't like. So he referred me to a neurologist, Dr. Rabinovich, who then uh, to confirm my MS uh, did a spinal tap and that way they confirmed that I did in fact have MS. And in fact, after more research and more blood work and more MRIs and CAT scans, they found more lesions, not only in my brain, but also in my spine. So, which is then, but at the time, this is back in 2014, right. um, I had no symptoms. Yeah, I was just gonna ask I you, had did no you have symptoms. anything? I had nothing. I was playing soccer, I was running, I was, I, I had no symptoms, so I had no idea. It was the concussion that Thankfully, actually, it was a blessing in disguise that mm -hmm. I was diagnosed as soon as I was because right. even if it was later, I wouldn't have been put on the treatment right away. So right. because of that diagnosis, I was able to start medication as a, they call it a blocker, which protects the nerves, the myelin sheath on the nerves to prevent uh, any further lesions from happening. Mm -hmm. So that was a hard hit, in fact. I didn't go back to my neurologist for a year later because I didn't believe him that I had MS, which wasn't a good idea because it was, I had started getting pain in my right leg and I started tripping and I started, I'd hold a glass and I'd drop it and I couldn't figure out what was going on and I never had the optic nerve, uh, optic neuritis or any of that MS, but um, I did have the weakness and the tingling and then the nerve pain. And so I went back to him and he put me on a medication 
and I was on that for five years and that seemed to keep things normal and then things changed so I was on another one and and then in 2020 I had some traumatic events happen in my life mm. um, which I don't need to talk about anyway um, so that um, about six months later put me in a wheelchair Right. It was just the stress and the trauma, mm -hmm. and um, so I started. Um, even though I was in a wheelchair, I started working at the Queensway Carlton Hospital. I was already working for them, and then I had my relapse. So I was working for them as patient registration in the emergency mm -hmm. department. Okay. So but yeah. So but because of my wheelchair, I now had to leave that department okay. because with ambulances and stretchers mm -hmm. and wheelchairs and just the busyness of it mm -hmm. I had to give up which was my passion and I loved working in the ER but anyway um, so then um, I became really down and my neurologist retired and I didn't have a new one so I was kind of in limbo with which, what do I do now? And I was on a medication that I stopped because I didn't have a new neurologist to right. renew my prescription for <clears throat> purpose. Mm -hmm. So I went to my GP, because who's amazing by the way, you're amazing. Um, <laughs> and he referred me to the physiotherapist in their building. It's all, right. it's a family health team right. in part. And she actually referred me to here at Liquid Gym. And she referred me, and I ended up with Smartly. ended up with Drew, mm -hmm. and Drew was a, an advocate for the A-Linker bike, and said I should speak with Karen, and so that's how I ended up uh, out of my wheelchair at the hospital right. and onto a bike. However, still the bike was too cumbersome for the ER, yeah. so I had to look around for another position within the hospital. And I was lucky to get hired in the operating room. So I now work in the uh, OR and I work in day stay and the post anesthetic recovery room. So it's all part of the operating, all part of the mm -hmm. OR. So they see me around in there with my bike and I have room and occupational health at the hospital has given me so much support and all the doctors and nurses and patients, everybody who sees me is very supportive of my bike. Yeah. So tell us about the transition from your wheelchair to the bike. So that was a bit of a transition. I had yeah. to do for, I had to do physio work. I had mm -hmm. to build my muscles up at least enough. I could stand, even yeah. though I was in my wheelchair, I could still stand. So I could still weight bear. I just couldn't walk. Right. So <laughs> the transition was slow. But as I started using the bike and using my leg more, because I had muscle atrophy in my right leg because of being in my wheelchair. I'm talking more about the reluctance oh, to get oh, on no. the When I first saw it, when I first saw it, I thought, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> not going to do this. that thing. I am not going to be seen with that thing, right? There's no way. And then as you... As I sat on it and started moving around on it, all of a sudden I had this sense of freedom. And I saw, I had this sense of, oh my gosh, like I can go places, I can fold it up and throw it in my trunk and get around. I can, I can have my grandkids stand on the front oh. two pegs and I can push them around the yard. 
and I can take my dog for a walk, and I can go for a walk with my dad, and, like I can do these things again, and go shopping with my girlfriends at Tango Mall, which is huge, and bring friends yes. to walk around. She's <laughs> like, hey, can you carry yeah, all the bags? Exactly. Yeah, so I'm going to just show you for a second, because I have, I'm just sitting on yeah. one right here. Yeah, just got, loop the bags. Right got loop the, the bags all in there. Like, can you carry everything yeah. for you? Like, uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what happens. So, so yeah. So it just gave me a whole new sense of freedom. And but at first, no, I wasn't going to be seen on a bike. However, I also said I wasn't going to be seen in a wheelchair. So it's a lesser of two evils. I guess. Yes, <laughs> you like wheelchair or sitting upright and, and looking at people. Yes, in the eyes. exactly. Big difference. Yeah, it was huge, huge. And the other thing was like before, um, before when I was going through my relapse, before just before my relapse, I was in a pretty dark place. I wasn't working. I was on disability. It was a really hard, and I just didn't want to do anything. I wasn't even open to any suggestions of anything. I was in a wheelchair, and that was the way it was. So I feel so deep like regret when people are like well this is just it this, this is, is it like, exactly it. like does and it have to be it no it really? it really doesn't have to be it it and and it's and it's everybody's story is different yeah everybody's ms is different everybody mm -hmm. has everybody there's not two people that have the same ms disability we all we all have it's it's different for everybody so, but if you give it a try at least, yeah. or just, even if you can just stand and wait there, mm -hmm. you can get on a bike. And, and, and sometimes my right leg doesn't want to work. So I just lift it up and put it on the front bar and I can move with my left leg and slowly then I use my right leg sometimes. And slowly but surely you start to build that muscle back up. And, I know my reality is I'm going to probably end up in a wheelchair again when I have another relapse because that's the reality of MS. Right. However, if you start at 100% and you have your relapse, you're at 70%. And if you don't work out or do mm -hmm. any exercises, the muscles, you'll just get more muscle atrophy and it'll be harder for you to get back up. Right. So the more you can work your muscles, I'm no doctor, I'm no physiotherapist. I think but that's true. It's like, from experience. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> having a relapse and being knocked mm -hmm. down, I know I'll never be back to 100%, but I'll be down to 60. If I have another relapse, I might be back up to 70. But if I don't exercise, I'll be down to 40 or 30. Mm -hmm. So I think keeping the muscles going and keeping yourself active is huge with MS patients. I think it's, yeah. Not so, only just MS patients, but just, just in, in general. general. Yeah. In general, but I mean. Staying active. Staying active, yeah. especially. And I always, I've always said that, you know, like we just can't let ourselves, I hate to say it, but let ourselves go because that's pretty much what's it going is, on if it you're is. not doing anything. And, it, and it's easy to, especially yeah. with It's COVID. easy to not do anything. It's so easy to just not do anything because I don't feel like it. The hardest part about going to the gym is getting mm -hmm. there, right? Mm -hmm. Once you're there and doing it, that's the best thing. So yeah. through all of it, you, it's, it's all up to you. You have yeah. to, you just have to motivate yourself and look at the, the end result, like the end result. I mean, sure, everything has like, what's worse. Going yes. to the gym or uh, no, you know, not, not yeah, not functioning, not right. Functioning. So you don't want that. You really don't want that. You don't want to get into that dark hole. <clears throat> the thing about it is, you can 
you can get your you can talk yourself into oh I don't need to go to the gym or I'll go tomorrow or I'll go yeah. next week or I'll yeah. go later and you just dig yourself deeper deeper into this little hole that it's really hard to get out of but if yeah. you stay on top of it it's a lot easier to manage for sure yeah so talk about your mindset in like you know switching from that area of depression that you're talking about to oh my god like you must have felt that there's hope like there is hope well there right? is there, there, is hope. there absolutely is hope <clears throat> and you know honestly you don't have to look very far to see that you're first of all you're not alone mm -hmm. and second of all there are so many people that are so much worse off that I wish I could do more for. Yeah. And when you start giving and doing more for others and taking a little bit less attention off yourself, I mean, it's important to focus on yourself, mm -hmm. but if you focus on other people and how, how blessed you are to have what you have, the capability, the ability you have, yeah. you can you can, you can can really come, go, go further and you're able to just keep moving and keep going and stay positive and do your best to stay positive. Yeah. So do you do you help others get into this or are you are you here training so regularly? At the hospital I get stopped by every doctor, <laughs> every nurse, every patient that comes You're like, in. I wish I was sitting on that right now. Exactly. Asking me about it. I hand out business cards for Liquid Gym all over the place. Even when I'm out walking my dog. And That's a good idea. I'm going to grab some. Anybody. Yeah. And, and I just say, contact Karen, contact Karen, because it, and if I could change one person's life, that would make me feel good, you know? And it is, you, you, I, I would love to help somebody else yeah. if I could you know, help them feel better and get out there and, and be more active because being active is, especially in this beautiful, this beautiful summer weather we've been having, mm -hmm. it's been incredible. Yeah, we have winter and yes, they'll go through the snow. Yeah, so, they'll go through the yeah, snow apparently. Yeah, yeah I, I use it as long as the path is not packed, like two like feet. After snowfall. Uh, right after, you don't go right after snowfall, but <coughs> if, the, if the road is plowed and the, the, the sidewalks are shoveled, you can sure take this out and go along yeah. and do your thing still in the wintertime. So it's well worth it, definitely well worth it. So what would you say to somebody, because I, I know like, I feel that a lot of people, I think like what we're saying, have just um, cashed in and just like, like this is it, this is, the, this is how I'm going to have to spend the rest of my life, I've accepted this and and like, so what do you say to people so when you get that kind of response, you know, like, oh, this is who oh I my am, God. Like, like this, oh, I that's too work. expensive. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, what's expensive? It's... So the MS Society, if you reach out to the MS Society, and there are some government programs out there that will mm. fund you. Okay. And will, they help me pay for my wheelchair. Okay. And there are there are there are places that you can you can even set up your GoFundMe page, but I mean you can like can they help you with this? Not yet. <laughs> this is it. Forget the wheelchair. Just yeah, go for the bike. Yeah. So, but I mean, I have talked to friends of mine who are willing to help me pay for it. I I haven't taken it. I'm, I'm on my own payment plan right now, and it'll be paid for by September. So, yeah, even if you don't have the money for it, there are resources out there that can help you. 
um, fund them. And it's and it's a whole life changing experience. It'll change it'll it'll change your life if you have the ability to stay and wait there. You can ride the bike, the bike, and it gives you the freedom, absolute freedom, to be able to do it. Yeah. Because I know in the cycling world, this is a cheap bike in comparison yes. to what people are buying. Yes. Like e bikes are like small cars. Yeah. And for pricing. So never think that something like this can be out of your price range right. because you have no idea. You just have to ask. And I know that Karen said that she was selling the old fleet yep. um, discounted. So and also uh, I believe she's got like a bit of a rental program. So yep. if you really want to try it, see if it's for you. Um, you just can't. I find like these days you just can't let things like this go by, especially if you, if it could help you be more mobile. Oh my God. Like I, I see people with canes and yeah. and walkers and I'm like, oh, imagine they could be sitting on something like this yeah. and they just be so liberated and free. And, and that's, that's how all of us cyclists feel, right? When we get on our bikes. What's the first thing that everybody says? We feel yeah, free. Absolutely. We feel the freedom of being able to go places. Better than the better than running. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, go down the street. Where you hurt your knees. <laughs> That's right. Where you're gonna be on a bike anyways at some point in time. But um, yeah. So how? What would you tell somebody? Or, or do you have some like final words of? sharing like just like through your whole process of of you know I mean dealing being diagnosed with MS is one thing right and then you know finding that you're able to become more mobile is another like how are you looking at your future so if it if it wasn't for the A-linker bike, I mean I would still be employed at the Queensway, but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have the mobility around the hospital that I have now. I can wheel myself with my arms around the hospital, but it's a huge building, and with the A-linker bike, it's it's nothing for me to go from one department to another department, or from one department to say the gift shop or Tim Hortons. Whereas if I'm in my wheelchair. I'm con I was constantly asking somebody else to go for me just because of the distance, it's right. so big. So it's given me that freedom, but it's also given me, like, because I can keep my job at the hospital. Yeah. I don't get as tired as I would <coughs> if I was in my wheelchair. I don't know, it's only eight hours, but I don't know if I can do an eight hour day yeah. if I was in my chair. Or standing. Because it's exhausting, <laughs> right? It's like, ask anybody who stands for eight hours, my yeah. God. I but everybody would want one yeah. of these things. So it's, uh, it's, it's allowed me to keep my job at the hospital. The hospital has been very supportive of me. So um, as far as advice for anybody, I would just say just keep pushing yourself that little bit every day mm -hmm. and just keep moving forward. Yeah. There is yeah. a light at the end of that rainbow. If you're willing to go there, that's the end of the yeah. day, right? You have to be willing and sometimes it is believing that it is possible because yeah. I know some people have just checked out like this is it this is like yep. there's and nothing left how can it possibly be but don't don't please don't ever check yourself there is always hope there's always hope and there's always something like you might have to dig to find it and ask a couple people for help 
but my gosh, I mean, Liquid Gym itself um, as a rehab center and then then having the A-Linker bikes and knowing somebody like Judy um, who's gone through that, like, and the possibilities, like, never give up. That's no. what I would say. Never, ever give up. Always think about, like, what can I do? What can I do? Where can I, you know, like, who can I talk to about, you know, yes. just... Um, there's lots of resources out yeah. there, and there's lots of people you can talk to for yeah. support. Never give in no. to the answer. And this is one. It's <laughs> true. <coughs> it's true, right? Yes. Don't they? If you said somebody is like, well, you're yeah, never gonna walk. Me. No. Like, are you, are you gonna say, like? You're like, what? No, you're not gonna tell yeah. me that I'm never no, gonna walk. That's because, right. Like, and yeah. I, I used to say everything happens for a reason, and it's funny. My daughter <laughs> said to me, "Mom." Things what don't necessarily have oh. a reason, you just have to work harder if things do happen, right? So you just work harder, make things happen. Yeah. Don't yeah. happen for a reason, you just like, work at it. So <laughs> I got this concussion for a reason. Now, yeah, I'm, right. like, now I'm not giving up on it. Don't That's give right. up on yourself, is exactly. what I guess I'm saying. Yes. Because uh, so many people do. And um, I just, I hate to see. Help. And Go try down. and stay positive. That's yeah. the other thing. That's Surround the yourself by positive people as well. Did you find that things changed when your attitude changed? I would say like yes. your negative to yes. positive attitude, right? Absolutely. <coughs> I mean, it's easy to stay in that funk and, yeah. and feel basically feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. But as soon as you stop doing that and surround your people, surround yourself with people who are positive and want to help you and don't want to see you in that position and support you and build you up, that's mm -hmm. the kind of people you want to be around. And those people will build you up and help you get through everything. Yeah, did you have to let go with some friends? I did. The negative. Negative, yeah. you don't need the negative. Mm -hmm. No, you really don't. Yeah, that's I mean, it. So it's it's letting go of some of those people yeah. and joining and finding groups that are that's right to, yeah. and finding support groups and mm -hmm. there's lots of them out there yeah and but the right one too because there can be some that are a little not so yeah a little <laughs> toxic if you know they can't work because they have MS well you know that's maybe some case depending on again everybody's different with their MS. But if you want to give it a chance, there are there are jobs out there for everybody. And once you get a job and start feeling good about yourself mm. and, and start having that your self-worth and your self-esteem, building up your self-esteem yeah. again, that's huge. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what and helps. also is uh, avoiding using it as the excuse. Yeah. And just letting yourself get worse. Yeah. And that's what will happen. You'll deteriorate a lot faster. Yeah. So just stay yeah. positive and keep going. Keep moving. That's the big thing. Keep moving. That's good. I love it. Yeah. So where can people find you and support you? People can find me on Facebook, on Instagram. Oh, you're on Instagram. I'm Oma. I'm Hey J Oma. I think I'm Oma Hey J V. I don't know. If you type in Judy Berry with an I J V I, you can find me. But I'm Oma. Right. Right. Well, we'll put her links there so you can watch her 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 story. And also, if you know somebody who maybe might need a little convincing, it wouldn't be bad to shoot her. I would love that. To talk to yeah, that link or um, just show her. You know Judy's story because I mean it's it's really inspiring because I had no idea when I met you yeah I thought you worked here 
Oh, really? Yeah, I thought you were one of the physios and you just happened to be on the bike. Or like you need the bike and you were working here and I was, and I had no idea because the shoes <laughs> just like just uh, a little competitive. Yeah, <laughs> she was a little competitive, but you it just like you yeah, just like naturally you, was going around on my bike. You 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 like this was your place kind of yeah. thing. And so I thought that she worked here. So I thought you were an employee, actually. Okay. That's kind of funny. That is funny. <laughs> I was like, no, she's fine. <laughs> but she sold it so well to me. Like, not that I sold, but you know, yeah. I just, um, yeah, yeah, just her positivity, I guess, landed you in that realm. Like, yeah, yeah. she was comparing to you guys, totally yeah. into, um, you know, the bikes and everything. The bikes, but I had no idea she had us until I, got I think off and walked. <laughs> I think you said something. Or I, was like, I told you, yeah. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think maybe you, you commented about it. Probably like, while we were oh, training. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, I thought she was like one of the coaches here. There you go. You should be. <laughs> there you go. Well, I probably could be. Not as good as them. Well, no, like for the bikes. Right. For the bikes, yeah. Now, do you do those fitness classes? Do you, with the bikes that Karen was talking about? I don't do any fitness classes. I'm so busy at work. I use it every day at work. I don't need any fitness <laughs> right now. Or if I'm at, if I'm not at work, I'm out walking, <coughs> walking the dog with my dad, mm -hmm. or I'm just out with it somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah I don't really have time for them right. only because I'm just busy. Oh, well, that's okay. Shopping's okay. Shopping. But the reason why I asked, and if you might want to go to back to the episode where we're talking yeah. about Karen, uh, talking with Karen from Liquid Gym, and she's talking about all the fitness classes that they have wrapped around the A-Leaker and what you could do, which I was like blown away yeah. because I use a lot of resistance yeah. bands. And I can totally see using these handlebars for all sorts right. of stuff. You can, yeah. 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 And, and when I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. You just stand here, you do so many different things with like the rubber bands on here. Just around the area. Yeah. 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 You don't have to, you don't even get off it. <laughs> you could probably like put one on here and do some legs. I should, that, you know, might not be a bad idea, right? Yeah. Maybe I'll have to look into these. Yeah. That's lots of now I've got something else to do. Oh, yay. So your office. Yeah. <laughs> some bicep curls. So yeah. So go and check out that, the other episode and also a further episode with the linker. Who is the developer and founder of the Alien Bike? So thank you so much thank you for you. your story. I hope this our listeners found it super interesting and inspirational. And if it helps somebody, at least one person, please share it with them. So just let them know that it is possible. These bikes are not just in Canada, they're all over. You can order it online. And I was mentioning those fitness classes. Those are all online too. So you can get the bike, get into the fitness classes, start walking and let it change your life like it did Judy's. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, thanks everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. And don't forget to check Judy out on Instagram and Facebook and have yourself an amazing day. Thanks. thanks. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast. Learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. 
please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.